After months of preparation, the Utah Christian Research Center, an outreach of Mormonism Research Ministry, will officially open on November 24th. Be sure to stop by to see our large selection of Christian books covering a number of apologetic subjects. We also carry books written by Gerald and Sandra Tanner, including Mormonism, Shadow or Reality. Again, the Utah Christian Research Center, located at 579 West Galena Park Place in Draper, will open on Black Friday at 10 a.m. Check out our website at utahchristianresearchcenter.com. Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. Well, first of all, I'd like to begin this show by wishing everyone listening a very happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, of course, is a federal holiday where we set time aside to thank God for all his many blessings. We have traditionally, since we started this program back in July of 2011, set aside the Thanksgiving to read some of the comments that we have received over that year and have printed in our newsletter, Mormonism Research, and then we want to go through them and just talk about some of the things that our readers have written. And let me just say, first of all, how encouraging it is to get comments like this. You can imagine... We're living in Utah, and there are probably a lot of people who live here who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that are not too happy with what we do, even though we have often said that we are really the Latter-day Saints' best friend because we are willing to tell them the truth, even though it may be difficult for them to hear. Some may assume that that's a bit of animosity or even bigotry on our part, but that's not true. It's out of a genuine compassion for the spiritual welfare of all members of the LDS Church. So let's just jump in, Eric, and start reading some of these comments that we have received over the past year, and hopefully they will encourage our listeners as much as they have encouraged us over this past year. Let me start off with this one. These broadcasts are greatly appreciated and often are the only sense of hope and understanding I get anywhere. My whole family are all firmly established in the Mormon Church, and I have come to believe that since I am so close to them, I am the last person they would ever listen to. Now that certainly sounds like the cry of an individual that is not alone in that kind of thinking. We hear that quite a bit from people who have family members that are members of the church, and sometimes family members are the toughest people to speak to. And Bill, there's one, uh, somebody wrote this, grateful for you and the ministry of MRM. Your example is keeping me focused on reaching Utah with the gospel and to not stray from what is biblical. What you had said earlier, Bill, we are here in Utah. That's 60% is the number oftentimes given for how many people are LDS. And we do want to reach Utah because we think if we can have an impact here in this state, 
that it can reverberate throughout the nation and perhaps the world, the things that happen here, because this is the headquarters of the LDS Church. And not to stray from what is biblical, that is key for what we do here at Viewpoint on Mormonism, to be able to go over what the LDS Church teaches at general conferences and its curriculum and other things, and to help people to understand what those differences are. Well, I think our opening line that Brian Maine says with every show that we are trying to look at the, the doctrine of the LDS Church from a biblical perspective, and, and that's really our hope. And you have to understand why, if you're not very familiar with our objective here, is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints insists that it alone is the only true Christian church on the face of the earth. If you're going to receive true salvation, it has to be as a member of that church. You cannot have true salvation outside of that church. Well, the Bible doesn't talk like that. I mean, the Bible talks about the only way you can have true salvation is by having your sins forgiven, which comes through faith in what Christ did for us on the cross at Calvary. So at the very beginning, we have a a distinct conflict between where the LDS Church is theologically and where the Christian Church has been historically on theology. When the letter that you read said that the broadcasts are greatly appreciated and are the only sense of hope and understanding I get anywhere, that's why we do this, because you can listen to this on the radio. We're on six different stations in five different states. Uh, You can listen to it on the podcast, and we are wanting to encourage, especially people who have left the church who have family members. I have family members who are are Latter-day Saints. And how do we reach them? Well, sometimes we're not going to be able to be that person because of our situation of who we are. But uh, hopefully to give you information so you can help somebody else's relatives to be able to reach them, the friends and neighbors and others that are within your world. One of the aspects that is unique about our program is We often spend time defining terms and explaining very clearly the ideology of the LDS Church and so forth. It's not that many Latter-day Saints don't listen to Christian radio, and I thank God for Christian radio. There's a lot of good programs that are on there. But many times a Latter-day Saint can listen to Christian radio, and because those programs are speaking to evangelical Christians, They don't take the time, of course, to clearly articulate what they mean when they use certain words. So Latter-day Saints can listen to a lot of Christian radio, and because they are redefining the terms using their dictionary, it may not have the same impact on them. They can easily explain away, you might say, some of the things that are being said. In this show, we don't do that. We want to make it very clear where we're coming from. And we're not saying anything ill about the other programs, because They're not meaning to talk to our audience like we are. But I think that's one reason why a Latter-day Saint might be a little bit reluctant to want to listen to us and why it would be easier for them to listen to Christian radio when all those definitions are not being emphasized. Let me read another letter. I found your articles and videos helpful. Since mentally leaving the church, March 2022, my husband and I are learning the gospel of Christ through the living word, the Bible. As lifelong members and going through the temple, raising three boys in the church, it's been a whirlwind. I feel so grateful for the grace God has given me and my family. Thank you for doing what you are doing. Even though my story is complex, I can assure you more and more people are finding the way out of Mormonism. 
And we are certainly encouraged by comments like that. Glad that we can help individuals and hopefully our message will go out and affect a lot more on this subject. One that I want to read, Eric, is having to do with your book, Introducing Christianity to Mormons. Now, that book came out in late 2022, and it really started catching traction, of course, in 2023. But you put a lot of time in that book wanting to offer people a clear and concise explanation of the Christian faith in a way that an individual can use it when sharing with their LDS counterpart. And for me, that was so important because so many people are leaving the church, as the previous letter writer said. More people are finding their way out of Mormonism, but they're not headed toward Christianity. They're headed toward nothing at all or atheism or agnosticism. According to Jana Reese in her book, 45%. That's too big of a percentage to let go. So we want to explain this the best possible way. And so during this past year, I'm very grateful that I have two translators who have translated the book into Spanish and into uh, into Portuguese. So two other languages that are the th- the three biggest languages for first language. Uh, Mormonism uh, is is uh, English, Spanish, and Portuguese. You can go to introducingchristianity.com. You can get a free translation of those of the book in those two languages. Well, let me read this comment. It's a little bit lengthy, but we can talk about some of the things that are said. I am reading your book, Introducing Christianity to Mormons, and I just finished the chapter on the Trinity. The hardest of all the biblical truths for me to wrap my head around and unwind the tapes of the LDS teachings. Thank you. Especially for your sharing the comparison of the knowledge of heaven to the knowledge of the Trinity. I can't find the section just now, so I don't remember if it was your words or within a quote of someone else, but you share that we have some understanding of what heaven is like, but really, until we're there, we just can't know everything about it. And the same holds true for the Trinity. The Bible teaches much about the concept, but our minds can't fully comprehend the Trinity. I look forward to the day when on the other side the the fullness of the mystery may be revealed, but for now you have given me ample scriptural sightings to busy my mind as I seek to understand this amazing principle further. I am thankful for you and for the work of MRM. I didn't even know of its existence until I heard you on the Unveiling Grace podcast, and of course that's the podcast that our friend Joel Grote and Lynn Wilder have. Uh, This writer goes on to say, Today I am becoming a monthly donor. Thank you for your good works and for loving the LDS community so well. You have given me the courage to step out in faith and finally write my own story. I have one connection left from my LDS days. My best friend and I remain incredibly close, but my love for her has both emboldened me to seek more and more truth while at the same time has caused me more and more fear in saying what needs to be said. As you can imagine, my fear of losing this relationship by putting my story and what God has shown me to be true into print is real. Believe me, we are sympathetic with that because we have seen that many times. When A loved one leaves the LDS faith. You have to understand those that are still members are not very quick to just allow that to happen. And many times they will put a lot of pressure on the individual to make sure that they don't make that decision. 
We've even seen, Eric, over the years when people have left the LDS church, the pressure of friends and family on them have caused some to even go back, even though they're reluctant to do so in their mind, they're doing it to keep peace in the family. Now, you can be critical of that kind of capitulation, but the fact is, as this person says, it's very real. This is something that a lot of people go through once they come out of the LDS church. Another letter says, I was born into the Mormon church in Germany. I got married to a Mormon and had children. Thanks to God, I was able to see the real God of the Bible and that the Mormon belief is not true. It was and still is a very painful way because my husband is still a strong believer in the Mormon community and the whole rest of my family as well. I knew that I could lose everything by taking the step of going to a Bible church this May, but I also knew that I will gain everything from believing in Christ. Bill, are you hearing so far these letters are people who have left the church and they have loved ones still in there. We're not in that situation of having left the church, but as you mentioned, we feel compassion for somebody because it is so difficult when uh, the people you love are staying in a church that is not true. And we get a lot of people that come up to us as we're speaking in churches that will relate very similar stories, that they have come out of the LDS church, and it has been a very difficult road for them trying to convince their loved ones that what the LDS church is teaching is certainly not biblical. Tomorrow, we're going to continue talking about some more of these comments that we have received over this past year, and we hope that you have a a very blessed Thanksgiving Day. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another Viewpoint on Mormonism. On Friday, November 24th at 10 a.m., the Utah Christian Research Center, an outreach of Mormonism Research Ministry, will officially open its doors to serve the Christian community in northern Utah. Not only do we have books and resources that will help you defend your Christian faith, we have displays that show why the Bible is a reliable source for spiritual truth. The Utah Christian Research Center is located one mile west of the I-15 at 579 West Galena Park Place in the city of Draper.